Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Sue Thomas hanging out. She's got Sue's News. We're here with the Hall of Famer, Fred Bottomer, as well. Abby's going to join during Sue's News. i got a few things here that I want to talk about. Kilmeade's coming up, by the way, at 425. And then in the uh, in the next hour, former Senator Talent will weigh in on immigration. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, one, one thing that I mentioned in the last hour that I think is pretty cool, and this was breaking today, the Winter Classic is going to take place in Chicago at Wrigley Field. The Blues and the Blackhawks. And that was the pairing here at Bush Stadium, right, Fred? Yeah, that was uh, 2017. Mm. I took my two sons to that game. I can't it was believe great. it was that long ago 2017. Already. So this will be the third Winter Classic for the Blues. We were also in the Winter Classic in 2022, but that was in Minnesota. Uh. And we won both games. We won against the Blackhawks and we won against the Wild. So we're 2-0 and in Winter Classics. Oh, I love that. You know what's weird this year? And I went to the Golden Knights game just a few weeks before the Winter Classic, and they were in it, I think, with the... Kraken, is that right? With Seattle, and I never even saw any coverage of that at all. Like New Year's came and went, and I never even saw any highlights of anything. Maybe that was just me. Get used to the Kraken, you know. know, It takes me a couple years to adjust. Mark, when when you've been in Vegas, have you seen uh, a Vegas game? Yeah, that's what I saw. I saw the Golden Knights. That was where you saw it. I thought maybe it was here. Well, so you saw it there. Yes. Don't they have a great opening show, a pregame show? Oh, do they? Vegas, Hollywood, Vegas. You know, show very, all very Las Vegas. Oh, scene. Right. Hey, course. I played um, I played racquetball with Kerber today. We should get him on. The Blues are on their break, and Chris is on a little break because of the Blues, and um, they get going again on Saturday. So I took him down. I took advantage of him today. He hadn't played in, in a while. He had back problems. Oh. He almost beat me in the first game, but I, I managed to, to get a victory, and then I, I got him the next two games. It's a good feeling. He may have let me win. But it's okay. I don't think he did. did. I don't think he did. Did it feel good beating Kerber with a back problem? Yeah, yeah. did it? Did yeah. it? Was it a big victory? It made me for feel you? real good. Now, along those lines, let's talk about something else here. Um, you may or may not have. Now, you guys know me pretty well. I don't like to brag, right? <laughs> not, it's not in my character. However, I've made an exception on the topic of Parcheesi because a few weeks ago we were in Columbia, Missouri with uh, our dear friends. <laughs> Stop it, Sue. I'm sorry. Mo Lewis, who works at BXR Radio in Columbia. <laughs> 
and his wife Robin and my daughter and wife were playing Parcheesi. And I had not played Parcheesi in decades. And I'm like, well, let's get a Parcheesi board, right? So we get a Parcheesi board. And last night we're about to play for the fourth time. I have won three in a row. Absolutely. T- I mean, it's not. It's almost not even fair it's the way like I've been destroying my kind of. Yeah. yeah, there was a nine-year-old girl involved, yeah. and he just and or my eight, wife and right. she took him her down. Okay, slight problem. Uh, huh. Last night, I sent a picture bragging about my Parcheesi efforts to my friend in Colombia, which is rare because you don't <laughs> brag. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know what kind of weirdo zooms in on a picture of a Parcheesi board that a friend sends, but this weirdo did, and he realized that there were two. Of the different, um, what do they call them? The little players. It's like, what do they call them in chess? Pawns. Oh, pawns. So two of the pawns from different colors on the same part of the board, and he threw the red flag. He goes, no, 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 no. So essentially, everything that I've been doing with Parcheesi, oh my we have not been following the rules. Oh, my God. Gosh. Two things about that. Yes, of I course. I kind of like the rules that we came up with <laughs> well, because sure, I was sure. winning with those <laughs> yes, rules. Yes. But Alexa, it was so funny, my daughter, because we, we were playing the game and I let him play it out. And by the way, I lost last night. Alexa okay. took me down. And when I told her, I, I actually held a news conference after the game. It was my <laughs> wife's auntie Kit and Alexa and I, and the game's over. I said, I'd like to make an announcement. We are playing the wrong way. And my daughter's like, well, I like this way. Well, she had just won. So well, of course she did. Of does. course. All right, some some from one, you know, I'd say heartwarming sports story to another this afternoon. <laughs> heartwarming? Did, did, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sure. embellish just Ego a little bit. Ego warming. This, huh? one, okay. this one is heartwarming. Did you see the story? Ben Fredrickson wrote about this in the uh, local paper today about this kid uh, by the name of Aiden Haddikin. And there was a, a deal at DeSmet where you had an opportunity to shoot you know, one of those half-court shots. Oh, right? I love these. So yes. Kent Williams is quoted here as the basketball coach at DeSmet. Everyone who pays a dollar gets to shoot a half-court shot. And this kid, Aiden Haddikin, is the last one to come through. And everyone's cheering from him. I'm going to play a little audio here. He has um, Down syndrome. And he became the first of two students who helped launch this uh, inclusive education program that they have, that they have at DeSmet. And there's video of this. So this kid gets up there. And everyone's cheering for him. And now I have to find the audio, and I'm not sure if I can find the audio. And he puts the shot <gasps> in. He hits a half quarter, and it's a swish, and it was really, really amazing. So I was going to play the audio, but now I can't find the audio, so we'll have to skip over that. But I did we think that, that was it. an amazing moment. Yeah. Well, and the audio really did. Abby, where did I put that? I have no idea what it's labeled. So I look at these things 50 million times. So at this point, the crowd is kind of gathering. Everyone's you, cheering Abby. him on. They hand him. Yes, thank you, Abby. They give him the ball. He's about to post up for the shot. He throws it overhand. And it goes and it in. Goes, I mean, That's it just swishes awesome. in. And the crowd goes nuts. And I love stories like that. And we, quite honestly, in this day and age, we need more stories like that, right? Yeah. I think we can all agree on that. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. <laughs> and now, Sue's News, sponsored by Mr. Appliance, speedy expert service, MrAppliance.com. Well, we've already heard Fred's story about him, but uh, we were going to mention again that Toby Keith passed away. And uh, his first song was Should Have Been a Cowboy, big hit. And that's what Fred heard. Where'd you hear it, Fred? At I'm sorry, at the Washington Town and County Fair back in 1994. Gosh, it only got released in 93. Right, it was from his first album. 
And of course, you may remember Toby Keith uh, from after 9 11 and the song that he wrote there. Uh, you know, Boot. Yeah, you'll get the boot. Rem- Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. Yeah, Thank that was a big, you. That was a big I song. Read my. Uh, this is another re- hit. I, I'd seen Toby Keith, um, I don't know, maybe two or three times over the course of the last 15 years. The last time I saw him, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I have to think about this, I think he was the headliner, and you know who was the warm-up act? This guy that nobody's ever heard of, Eric Church. Eric Church was like <laughs> wow. the warm-up guy, <laughs> wow. and it was that's pretty crazy when you think about it. Uh, I got this story, this is on this day in history, sent to me by producer emeritus Dave Klein, because 53 years ago today, in 1971... For some reason, astronaut Alan Shepard hit the first golf ball on the moon. So I bring that up for Mark. He used a six-iron mark with one hand. Wow. And so he missed. He whiffed a couple times. What do you call that in golf when you miss? Just a oops? It's a reardon. <laughs> you mean like when you completely miss the ball? Yeah, you just whiff yeah. at the ball. All right. Well, It, he, it happens. He, You'll see weekend golfers do that on a regular basis. He, okay. He used a six-iron with one hand. The ball went a couple yards. Well... There are varying, uh, you know, guesses on how far it went. But he apparently at the time, you can look at YouTube if you want to see him do it. It was not miles and miles. It was yards. Is that all it went, really? Yeah. We all have this uh, image that the thing's still floating in space, right? Yeah, I don't think so. And apparently he hit one that went in a moon crater. And they had to go get it. <laughs> well, and you got to play your line <laughs> yeah, in golf. Yeah, so yeah, you <laughs> you're going to have to get it out there get with on. a wedge. <laughs> get on out there. Well, there's a story out today about how... Uh, companies, well, the phone companies are uh, finally, officially, in the coming years, going to phase out landlines altogether. Uh, they are now switching to a new infrastructure, which does not support them. Uh, only about 5% of landlines will remain by 2030. And, of course, many households, we all gave them up a long time ago. Fred, do you have a landline? No, we don't. Wow. What about you, Abby? My no. parents do have a landline. See? Oh, that's interesting. Reardon, you don't have one, no. do you? No. I mean, in, in, I'm so dumb. I, this is, I wish this wasn't true. We we had a landline maybe for a year and a half through Charter, like one of the- uh, Yeah, you bonus know, things. Never you... never even used the damn thing. Why we had it, it was when I moved into this house, we thought, you know, if the kids, my kids were there mm-hmm. at the time, sometimes by themselves when they were teenagers- and we just never got it. So that was unsafe parenting because they were incapable of making calls. How about that? Uh, well, that's because fine. we re- realistically, we, we almost kind of need one. Fred knows this from when I did the show right. from my home for a year. If the electricity goes out or if the, the oh. power goes out, we don't have, I can't get a cell phone call. I have to be on Wi-Fi calling. That's scary, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, they say the breakdown of the landline system will mainly impact some older folks, small businesses. That didn't occur to me. And people who live in remote areas. If you don't have a cell tower, what are you going to do? That's a good point. Uh, according to one expert, about 100 million landlines between businesses and residential are currently active in the U.S. But by 2030, they're going to bring that down to 5%. I don't know. I don't know what you do if you're in the middle of nowhere. That's a question I ask every guest. Do you have a landline? And I'm getting the answer less and less that Uh, they do. Yeah, well, I don't know what they're going to do. They say now it's more expensive to keep landlines for the phone company because they have to go back to old ways and old equipment. So they want it gone. Uh, But if you Mm -hmm. can't 
If you can't get a cell signal, I don't know what you're going to do. In fact, AT&T just applied for a waiver that would allow it to stop serving traditional landlines in California. So it's coming. Oh, I love these stories. Tracy Chapman's fast car, we were talking about it uh, on the Grammys, rose to number one on iTunes after she performed it there. In fact, her whole Tracy Chapman album, I didn't ask for this and it's my fault, went to number one. The song was originally released in 1988, but it only made it to number six on the Billboard Hot 100. So good for Tracy Chapman. 17.9 17.9 million people watched the Grammys the other night. It was pretty good ratings. That's not That's bad. That's a big number, yeah. That's not going to hmm. By the way, uh, she won Grammy for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance for that same song in 1989. Not too shabby. Okay, <clears throat> Super Bowl uh, It's coming up. So we have new data on Super Bowl su- su- huh? Superstitions, I couldn't spit that out, involving food. Okay, here we go. Do you have any Super Bowl food superstitions, Fred? No, I, I don't even know what that I means. I think I liked okay. it all. I Nothing didn't either. Okay. What does that mean? 44% of people apparently have a game day superstition. Oh, okay. okay. It's serious enough that 85% of those people either must have certain foods or refuse to have others on game day. They absolutely will not eat something that they had the year their team lost. These numbers are inflated. There's no way you can convince me that 40-plus percent of people have this. Which foods are good luck? Most people said that pizza is their go-to Super Bowl food for good luck. Hot dogs are second. Burgers, chips, popcorn, chicken wings, ice cream, sliders, cupcakes, and cookies. Yeah, I disqualify the whole thing because Little Smokies <laughs> are not on that list. Well, oh, well, well, hold throw, on. I mean, throw come the flag on. on it, Mark. Right? Throw the flag. Are you really making Little Smokies and eating those the, in the, the Super Bowl? Yes. They're the really little, good, but the, dang. The hot dog, what are they called? Like yeah. the, the, the yes, little pigs in a blanket. Yeah, yes, really that's like a Super Bowl thing. Oh, come that's on. That's really kind of. T- do you do the in a blanket? Yes. Oh, I'm impressed by you. Maybe that's my... Oh, no, my wife does it. Do there, I actually do them? It no, it's Becky it's that okay. does it. Sorry, okay. just to be clear. She might be <laughs> listening. <laughs> Until she, we thought about that, she, uh, it was all you. As for the bad luck foods, deviled eggs are number one. They're bad luck at the Super Bowl. Go figure. Garlic bread, second most avoided game day food. What? what? I have no idea. Followed by salsa and queso. I like some queso. What? Come on. That's crazy. You got chips. You're going to have salsa. They say mozzarella sticks, mini burgers, trail mix, pretzels, and pasties, which are meat pies, which oh. makes me think, I, I don't know was... an American that eats a pasty. I thought you were yeah. talking about halftime entertainment there oh, for a second. No, no, but thanks for that. <laughs> and Governor... hey, I'm not the only one that was thinking that. Oh. We got oh, a lot of not. male degenerate people in the audience. <laughs> I was just <laughs> filling in the blanks. A lot of wardrobe malfunction Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and uh, on a serious note, Governor, Governor Gavin Newsom has declared a state of emergency for parts of Southern California yesterday. That state continues to get overwhelming amounts of rain, mudslides, flash floods. Some areas got four to six inches. That was just in L.A. Closer to 10 fell elsewhere. But my favorite thing was that they somebody interviewed Mr. T., who went to go get some sandbags for his neighbors and for himself, and they got a soundbite for him at the end that he said, Be prepared, fool. <laughs> <laughs> and pity was, the fool is not prepared. Right. 
Oh, they made me laugh really hard this morning. Well, they're, okay. they're just simply not prepared for that amount of rainfall, and it, no. it's pretty devastating. You know, the one thing, we have tornadoes, but we don't have mudslides and those hurricanes are... and, you know, wildfires. wildfires. Right. Yeah, those mudslides. Oh, by the way, it's all due to an atmospheric river. What? Right. I didn't even know what that was. Dave Murray could help with that. I looked it up on the internet, and it says it's a narrow corridor or filament of concentrated moisture in the atmosphere. You could write that down, Fred. That makes it all much clearer. <laughs> yeah, Doesn't I know, it? right, exactly. <laughs> Sue's News brought to you by our friends at Mr. Appliance. They are awesome. They have speedy expert service. If you oh, have a problem oh, with an appliance, hang to... on. Well, hang on. I have to do something that I almost forgot to do, and it fits in this segment, oh, okay? Okay. I'm so sorry, Sue. <laughs> no, it's okay. Were you done with the Mr. Appliance sponsorship? Uh, go to MrAppliance.com. Let me go back to 24 hours ago when we were talking about the sauna story. Remember the sauna yeah, story? Yeah, the floating sauna. Can you recap the sauna story for us? There Remember? was a person who drove a Tesla, I'm assuming accidentally, into a fjord. Which is uh, a lake. You just wanted to say fjord again. I (laughs) I could tell. I I set you up for that one. And they they started going down. They were rescued by people wearing uh, just towels in a floating sauna. Right. So what I mentioned was is my my trainer at the MAC, Nick, told me, he even asked this question legitimately. He said, hey, do you, you know, go in the sauna? And I said, well, yes, I'd like to go in with, you know, naked men on a regular basis. No, I didn't say that. I hadn't been in a sauna (laughs) in a long time. And he said, well, there are some health benefits. I'm like, really? I thought you just go in there and sweat. Yeah. So so I saw him at the MAC. MAC this morning, and here's what Nick said. So it helps with uh, keeping the blood-brain barrier kind of intact. When that goes, that's when um, brain disease kind of kicks in, like Alzheimer's and stuff like that. And then it uh, helps with uh, maintaining blood pressure, okay. helps with lowering bro- uh, lo- helps with lowering heart rate, and it helps with uh, heart rate variability. There you go. All kinds of benefits. I don't know if I understand anything that he said, but I, I wasn't I, making you know, it up. I'm, I'm impressed, Mark, that you actually recorded him. Yeah. Did some work while there. you that? were playing... Wow, racquetball. That's great. Well, you know, Fred, that's the kind of guy I am. You are. Uh, the effort, You're a giver. It's all show yeah. prepper. He's a I'm non-bragger, a giver, all right. show prepper, Fred. When yep. will you learn? Yep. And finally, in Sue's News, we have today's random fact, which I will make short. Spandex got its name because it's an anagram of expands. Oh, isn't wow. that kind of awesome? I, I didn't know, know that. that. I know that's and that's cool. it for Sue's news. And that one sort of makes sense and is easy, right? It's very yes. easy to explain. Thank you, Sue. Thank you for letting me squeeze in the benefits of saunas here sure. this afternoon on the Mark Reardon Show. Kill me coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You heard him this morning on 97.1, and he was on Fox and Friends, of course, on the television network, the Big Fox. He... um, 
has a book out called Teddy and Booker T. Came to St. Louis and visited with our listeners a couple of months ago. He's back once again this afternoon. Brian, kill me. How are you on this Tuesday? Oh, great, Mark. How are you? Good. Let's talk border, Bill. I know that you interviewed Senator Langford. This thing was deemed DOA by Mike Johnson in the House. I do think, you know, I kind of tried to pay attention. I think that uh, Bill Malusian was doing a good job yesterday of sort of breaking down some of the particulars from the bill. I don't think there's uh, things in here that are completely without merit, but obviously not well received, Brian. Well, I mean, uh, Trump kind of set the table by saying don't don't do it before he knew he was in it. Um, I think that there is some stuff that in there that is worthwhile. I mean, it shows gains. Uh, I think it's you can't diminish the fact that uh, that the Border Patrol uh, president, Union president, uh, endorsed it. Right. He is a big Trump guy. And I don't think you can diminish the fact that like, you've got to be accurate. They're not saying we're going to let 5,000 in. They're putting a trigger in place to shut down the entire border if there's 5,000 encounters just in case. And right now, there's over. Now, I'd like to see that number lower. I sense that that number will get lower with the new president. Uh, but you can't say that they're adding that. They're not subtracting it. They're, right now, there is none. So I don't mind people being critical of it. But when people are simplifying and say it's easier to get in, that's not true. It's not easier to get in. It's actually harder. If you want to say, I doubt that under this attorney general, under this uh, Homeland Security secretary, they are going to enforce the law as it's written, okay. But they're going to write that unless you have hardcore proof that you are under threat, you're, you're not getting in. Uh, and I'm talking about not being able to go to another country or another part of your country. So that's in the law. Now, they have to. Go ahead to the letter of the law. I don't know how you undo that, but the Homeland Security Secretary goes up to these guys and just says, listen, if these guys look like they're in distress, let them in. You know, there needs to be a whistleblower that comes forward and then outs them on it. So a lot of people, for for great reasons, do not believe that Joe Biden will follow through on all this. What, they, what, what, what Langford's saying is, give me nine months, and there'll be a new president. And not only will they go through on all this, uh, they'll be able to enhance it through some executive orders, but they, in order to get the aid for Ukraine and Italy, excuse me, Italy and Israel, they gave in on certain, a lot of things. That's why they had maximum leverage. So Trump is like, listen, they've already proven totally irresponsible. They, they, he had 32 executive orders to undo everything at the border. Why do you think he already found Jesus, suddenly found Jesus and will sign off on all this? Because he's about to lose an election, and he wants to be able to say, once again, I did something on a bipartisan level. And he didn't do anything. In fact, they said, and Langford said this on TV and radio, that they worked against uh, Murphy and me on all this. They, they put up a fight on everything. They did not get amnesty. That's important. They did not get DACA. That is important. You, you can't, you know, they have not uh, ironed out how the 8 million, roughly 8 million that are in here are going to get out. The next president has already said, I'm basically rounding them up, which is going to be controversial to say the least. Now, there are three uh, at least three Democrats are not going to go for it. It looks like Menendez is not going to go for it. The Senator Padilla from uh, California is not going to go for it. Senator Bernie Sanders is not going to go for it. Maybe more will not go for it. But there's about 25 Republicans that won't go for it. So if this was on an election year, I sense this would be something they go work on. If it wasn't an emergency to get Ukraine aid, I, th I sense this is something they will continue to work on. Uh, but the only reason they came to the table at all is because of the upward disaster in our cities, not just the border, the cities, 
And what's most important is they need Ukraine aid. I, I, or else he loses another war. Although I just think Ukrainians, we got this. If I was the president of the United States, I'd, go, I'd like to name two people respected by both sides to be full-time auditors of everything we give Ukraine to make sure it's solid weaponry and it's used for the right reasons. And that would be the acquiescence to make sure Ukraine gets weapons and uses any money for weapons. That would be my give if I was Biden, but he knows they need him yesterday. And Israel, uh, Mark Levin just texted me and said, Israel is absolutely running out of munitions. So this is an emergency. And that's what makes you think that they maybe have come to the table and there is no, you know, there's no uh, trap door in this, but it doesn't give you everything. And it does leave too much to discretion. I give you that, but I just think to say it sucks. It's terrible. You should be ashamed of yourself if you pass this. Lankford's career is over. That's an insult to people that are actually reading the 280 pages. Yeah, look, I want to I want to circle back to what you said about the truth because I, I personally, and and maybe we're the only two people in the media that want to do this, but I, I think the truth is important. And look, on that number, that five thousand number, because at first I start seeing that, and I'm like, that that's outrageous. And I think even last week I played the uh, the Jay Johnson soundbite from when he was in the Obama administration, saying, look, four thousand is way too much. But you're right. If you look at the particulars of the bill, it says encounters, and and that's a different number or a different metric. Now, I also saw a member of Congress, and Brian, one of the problems is is just kind of trying to decipher some of these things. So I know, I know. somebody said, okay, well, it also says that number, that 5,000 number only includes Mexicans and Canadians. So that doesn't account for people coming up through the rest of Central America. I don't even know if that's true. I'm sitting here right now. I don't even know if I've that's never true. Heard that. That's the first time I heard that. And, and, and again, it's hard to vet that. I got one member of Congress that says that. So uh, that's problematic if it is true. Now, here's something that Bill Malusian said yesterday. I know that you, um, and I get that there's a broader thing here with Ukraine, but he tweeted out, interesting context, the $60 billion in Ukraine assistance in the Senate deal is larger than the entire budget the U.S. Marine Corps requested for fiscal 24. To the American people, that, that may sound kind of effed up, right? Yeah. I'd like to know where the money's going. And this guy doesn't, this president does not speak to us. He does not break it down. He doesn't feel like we deserve it. He does not sit down. He doesn't. He not just says, hey, "Let me just show you where the sixty billions going. Let me just show you they've killed three hundred thousand Russians. Let me just tell you the plans that have been discovered in uh, uh, in a German magazine that uh, what Russia plans are doing in the next ten years. Let me tell you what's been in Lithuania, what they just found out intelligence-wise, what they plan on doing with them. Uh, and this is the this is their grand message. Yeah. And when then five years from now, when when they go make that move, we're going to be treaty obligated to get involved. But he doesn't explain anything. No, and, and the communication, the level of the communication is, is terrible. And by the way, I think that, you know, you, you can put some of this. I've always criticized some Republicans for not really spelling out some of this stuff, too, in more clear ways so the American people can understand it. But, look, uh, you said you said it all when you said election year, because I do think you're right that maybe some of this would be different if it wasn't an election year. But we, we got a lot to work through there. By the way, on that front, so I guess we have this appeals court ruling that Trump is not immune in the January 6th case. So... Uh, what would that mean for the polling that shows that if you're convicted of something, people might change their mind on who they'll vote for president? Yeah, I heard that that is, um, I'm not sure if it's the January 6th of the document case. One case in particular moves a needle. Uh, uh, and it, one of the, see, I think it's January 6th, but the rest of the ones doesn't move the needle. You know, this, this New York one does not move the needle. You know, you, you are facing jail time technically, but you're going to put somebody in jail for something that happened in the 90s. It's heavily disputed that almost every attorney general has dropped except this knucklehead, uh, Bragg. So, uh, and I think he's going to end up winning that. So having said that, 
I think one is different. And now, look, they got to still appeal, Mark. So now they're going to go up and see if the Supreme Court will take this. If the Supreme Court takes this, it's going to take more time. Now, I was looking at another legal expert. They just said uh, this dissent, a 3-0 that says they're not immune, was so thorough. The Supreme Court might go, I don't have anything to add to this. It's pretty thorough. But the Supreme Court also will have people on that they would want to take a look at this. But it's already off the calendar for March. And then once they get in there, then they got to need some time to prepare. In theory, they're preparing already, but in practicality, they're not. So uh, we'll see when that happens. You see how the Georgia case has got totally destroyed. It's not over, but the woman's credibility is shot if she's removed or not removed. Really things have balanced out another direction there. And then the documents case. Keep your eye on Robert Hur. Evidently, there's some stuff coming out that's going to make Joe Biden look absolutely awful. You think it's bad to see in the, the documents in Mar-a-Lago? And you think it was a self-inflicted wound? What about 30 years of irresponsibility by the current president before he was president? How the hell, if these rumors are true, did he get these top-secret documents out of skiffs when he was a senator over the course of 40 years? And now where there's warnings from the White House, they're saying we don't want a whole report uh, sent out and we don't want embarrassing pictures. We already got one. They were by his Corvette in his garage. Keep in mind, before you get mad at seeing oh, Mar-a-Lago right. yeah. in a secret room, they're by his Corvette. That's bad enough, and they also found documents in his house. So, And then in the University of Pennsylvania. Think about the University of Delaware with, I mean, with thousands, tens of thousands, and then his lawyer's office. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that, that's going to be interesting to see how that rolls out. Hey, let me go back to the border real quick because I know that you talked about this. This is another one of those things that there has to be a big disconnect with uh, regular people out here, especially in the hinterlands. They're given $1,000 debit cards to some of the migrants in New York City. Now, mind you, they are, you know, specifically, I guess, for food and diapers and stuff like that. But good Lord, that, that's pretty generous, isn't it? Yeah, it's more than they, uh, they give homeless, the more they give the, the, the uh uh, the more that they give the uh, the veterans in the, the veterans uh, association and uh, all their housing, uh, all their supplements. So here's the deal: they said they don't like our food, so we're just going to give them debit cards to go shopping themselves with cash on it, replenishable. Now I thought, you know, I, I don't know if there's things built into it that they're just buying food, but my sense is uh, they're going to find a way. We also have gangs in here, moped gangs. If it's covered the New York Post today, worth looking at. Uh, they're just grabbing women, especially, and grabbing their bags and phones while driving by. And they got a woman, didn't let go of her, and slammed her into a metal uh, steel pole. Uh, she's 67 years old. You've got to see this video. It's awful. But it shows you these guys are part of a Venezuelan gang who are getting special dispensation at the border. But, they're, yeah, they're getting $1,000 a month uh, shopping. And they're also getting up to $53 million allocated a month for all of it. And guess what? We're getting 2000 a week. So it's only going to add up more and more and more. So, I mean, and this is a self-inflicted wound by a guy with 39 executive orders on the border specifically when he got in there. Now he acts like I got to fix the border and Republicans are standing in the way. So did I hear that some of the guys or or somebody that beat up uh, one of the migrants that beat up the officers last week that they were found across the country? I mean, I think the original theory was maybe they went to California. But did I hear this morning? Phoenix. 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 Right. Two of them. But, but keep in mind, Mark, they weren't charged. So these guys were let out on their own, no bail. So they go, I'm out of here. I'm changing my name, going to go get a phony license, which every uh, 17-year-old in New York is easy to do. You go around and they, they get a license for you. Hopped on, uh, bought a ticket on a Greyhound bus. Thankfully, was spotted by somebody who works at Greyhound. They reported to the cops and says, you know, obviously you can track a bus. So they got him in Phoenix. 
So, but now they're scrambling to get a grand jury in place to look at the video and indict him. But they had the video. Why did you let him out when you had the video? Because we have a terrible attorney general put in place to let minorities run rampant because America is a racist, awful place. That's what they did in, uh, that's what they did in uh, Minneapolis. That's what they did in Los Angeles. That's the guy that got ousted in San Francisco. And we certainly have it in New York and Philadelphia. Well, here, too. Yeah, we had it with Kim Gardner here in St. Louis as well. What's coming up on Sunday night? Or I'm sorry. What's coming up on Saturday night unless they move your show to Sunday? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I got uh, John Harbaugh is going to be joining me, so I can't wait to talk to him. You know, uh, he had the best nice. team in the league during the regular season, yeah. but he got eliminated last week. Uh, and uh looks like we're going to have uh, Carl Rove uh, breaking down everything. Um, see, it's Tuesday. It's a little bit early. Uh, Tommy Lahren will be with us, and we're working on uh, trying to make it a little bit different. I know everyone's going to be in the Super Bowl mindset, so I'll try to bring some color to that. Yeah, you got any thoughts there? I mean, obviously, I'm, I split my allegiances. I come under a lot of criticism for this. I'm a Packers fan, but I've been a Chiefs fan since the late 80s as well. So we're all about the Chiefs here, obviously, in Missouri. I'm just hoping, as I always do, for a good game. I do. I mean, I have no uh, stake in the race. I find uh, both teams intriguing. I feel both quarterbacks are going to, I think, Brock Purdy is just going to have a fantastic career. What a start. What a story. Um, I think it's fascinating, too, they came out this week that they did approach Tom Brady. I know I heard that. Brock Purdy's out with the ulnar nerve. Yeah. We don't know if he's going to be able to get back. Can you, we're ready to win. Can you join us? So that's pretty amazing. So that story, all those rumors got confirmed. Uh, I, I think that Kansas City is the most beatable, great team that I've seen. They are so beatable, but they're also good enough to come back in any situation. Uh, sometimes you look at a team and I go, man, how do you beat these guys? I never feel that way with Kansas City. I oh, no, don't. they can be beaten, but, you know, you got that Patrick Mahomes factor, and I, they just seem to be on this roll in the last few games. And Andy Reid, you know, the whole thing, I never, <laughs> this nonsense about the conspiracy with Taylor Swift. You got one of the best coaches in the NFL history, one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best in NFL history, one of the best tight ends. So the Chiefs got it all together, one of the best defensive coordinators, but you got to play the game, and the 49ers are tough. Kilmeade, have a great week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll talk next week. Go get him, Mark. I just saw a uh, former Alder person for the city of St. Louis. This wasn't a tweet. This was on Facebook. Uh-huh. Said um, it's the best economy in 60 years. What? Yeah, that's what I was a little been confused to the about. Grocery I don't know. Store? I, th- that's the thing. I don't think there is an understanding of how much inflation has hit people and continues to hit people. Now, some of this is leveled off a little bit, but that doesn't mean that we're still not feeling the pain. And you all notice, everybody notices how much more they're paying and how little the uh, the packaging is yeah. as well. I have to do this. Abby's going to yell at me if I don't do it like right off the bat. I could tell she's messaging me. Don't wait too long for this. Stevie Nicks is coming back to St. Louis. A little fun. Sans Fleetwood Mac. This is like a solo tour. Enterprise Center. May 7th. And we have tickets to give away all this week. Tickets Look at us. go on sale on Friday. Um, Abby came in and said, just give a, a caller number. Sue suggested caller number 110. <laughs> you know, I was kidding. I'm going to take 100 off that. We'll make her work just a little bit. How about um, caller number 10 on the contest line? Do you know the line? I do not. 314-241-9797. 314-241-9797. Now, a lot of times people call when they hear a contest. They have no idea what it is. <laughs> what, what they yeah. won. Let me get this story in here. Abby's going to take some calls. We have more tickets to give away um, the rest of the week, every day this week. So this came out from the Wall Street Journal. They were really on top of this whole Boeing 737 MAX story from the beginning. 
Four critical bolts needed to hold an Alaska Airlines jet's plug door in place were missing before the January 5th blowout involving the Boeing 737 MAX, according to the NTSB. That's the National Transportation Safety Board. Accident investigators said in a preliminary report issued today that the absence of quote, contact damage or deformation, unquote, around certain holes indicates that the four bolts that prevent upward movement of the door plug were missing before it flew off the aircraft. Okay, like, how do you miss four, right? It says here, and I mentioned the Wall Street Journal because they really have been on top of this, and they were the ones that reported that the bolts needed to secure that door were not there. They say in this reporting they were likely left off by Boeing employees reinstalling the plug door or after opening or removing it during production. People with um, familiar with the matter said. So I don't know if that's going to ever give us an answer. Wait, what does that mean? They took it off and then they put it back on? What? Read that last part again. Yeah, so um, two two options. One is they were left off during production. Okay. okay. The, the second is that Boeing employees were reinstalling the plug door and they didn't realize that they needed four bolts. I don't know. Uh, they're they're okay. a little, uh, little leery on some of that stuff. I can't really tell you. Wow. But I do think that that's somewhat problematic, right? Yeah. It says that the four bolts kept the door plug from moving upward and off stop fittings that kept it in place. They appear to have been left off after Boeing and one of its suppliers performed work on the plane's fuselage shortly after it arrived at the factory in um, in Washington State. This is in Renton, Washington. So mm. just a little bit more information. It was human error, I think we can say yeah. right now. There you go. Hour number three coming up. Former Senator Talent on immigration and um, some other things. Also at 530, Brad Young, our 97.1 FM Talk legal analyst. Get more at 971talk.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 